0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: I feel that if a health department is trying to reach you, it shouldn't be coming from a blocked or private number, you know. So, I mean, that was the obvious thing.
2: That was James Richardson in Stark County, Ohio. He received this call last week offering to schedule his vaccine appointment.
3: Sharon from Stark County Health Department trying to see if James still needs scheduled for a COVID vaccine.
2: But here's the problem. James isn't a healthcare worker and he's only 41 years old. Point is, he wouldn't qualify for this phase of the vaccine. So why did he get that call? Well, as the COVID-19 vaccine continues its rollout to millions of Americans across the country, authorities are also warning of COVID vaccine scams that are targeting your money and your personal information. Today, Josh Campbell, he's CNN's law enforcement and national security correspondent, explains to us how these scams work and what we can do to protect ourselves. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent and this is coronavirus fact versus fiction
4: The first time he got the call from an unknown number, James Richardson declined it. But then minutes later, it called him again. So I'm like, what the hell, you know?
1: So then I answered it and you know, and the woman was saying, you know, is this James? I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, I wanted to know if you needed to schedule your COVID vaccine. I'm like, how did you get my information? And then she says, well, you signed up and registered in January. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm like, Who's, what's the name of the person you're trying to reach? And she said my first and last name. And I'm like, well, what's the birth date of the name of the person you're trying to reach? And she gave some birth date. I don't know. But, I mean, nothing matched
4: up. The conversation bugged him. So James wrote down the information on a piece of paper and did some research of his own.
1: I wrote down the birth date that they gave me, and I even did my own internet search trying to find, you know... I, I had the paper in my... 4:15, 1939 So they were looking for James 1939. So I don't know. I, I don't think I sound that old on the phone.
4: James knows he dodged
1: a bullet. I have no doubt that if I would have said... You know, yes, that she probably would have been asking more information, you know, address, social security number, things like that. You know, but what was really striking was that it
4: sounded professional. It it just sounded,
1: it sounded legit.
4: James is not the only one in Stark County, Ohio, who's gotten a scam call about the vaccine. CNN spoke to Sherry Smith, director of nursing services at the Stark County Health Department.
3: We've had individuals reach out to us from our community saying that they had received calls from individuals asking them for personal identifying information such as like a social security number or other things like that. We don't ever ask for those things on the phone. We've had people try to impersonate our staff and also our State Department of Health has recently put out a memo That they've also heard of people impersonating health commissioners and other, like directors of nursing and other vaccine providers across the state, too, calling to find out what our vaccine allocation is, where we're storing it, and things like that as well.
4: Just like everywhere else, vaccine demand in Stark County has far outstripped supply.
3: On our first day when we opened registration for Phase 1B, which was like 65 years and older, And those with developmental disabilities and congenital disabilities and early onset medical disorders, um, we had over 10,000 calls on the first day. And we only receive anywhere between 300 to 1,000 doses a week from our our State Department of Health right now.
4: Stark County is contracted with a phone registration company to handle the vaccine-related calls. A legitimate call would go something like this.
3: We would first say that we're calling on behalf of the Star County Health Department and what our name is. And we would ask them some screening questions about the vaccine. And then we would basically ask them their phone number, their address and their date of birth. And then we would ask them to bring certain things with them to their appointment. So we would never ask for a Social Security number or anything like that over the phone
4: Throughout the pandemic, scammers have come up with many different schemes to defraud the public. There have been schemes related to COVID-19 stimulus checks, small business loans, and most recently, the vaccine.
5: Every opportunity that criminals can take, they certainly will. Some things that we typically see is that potential victims will be contacted either by an email, a cold call, or through social media.
4: That's Stephen Merrill. Chief of the Financial Crime Section at the FBI.
5: A lot of it has to do with the theft of personally identifiable information, including our dates of birth, social security number, health records, that sort of thing. And the criminals would be able to use the PII against us and to be able to use it to create synthetic identities or defraud us by using that information.
4: So are you saying that it's not just trying to defraud people out of money, You know, we're gonna sell you a vaccine, but also trying to steal their identity to maybe use that information later on?
5: Yeah, you're right. You know, When we talk about the vaccine, there is a large number of scams out there where criminals are trying to get us as victims to pay money to do certain things related to the vaccine, whether it be to get your name on a list for distribution of the vaccine, to buy the vaccine, and even to undergo testing procedures regarding COVID.
4: Doing a quick search online, CNN found a post on social media allegedly selling COVID-19 vaccines. I shared the post with Special Agent Merrill. I want to walk the listeners through one thing we found online. So this was, uh, looks like a scam that's on a platform The title is Coronavirus Vaccines, and I'll just kind of read some of what it says here. It says uh, vaccines, Pfizer, $150 a vial, Moderna, $180 a vial, AstraZeneca, $110 a vial. They even have express shipping, $25 if you're in the United States, $42 if you're located overseas. And they talk about some of the uh, uh, precautions they take. They say it's ice packed. There's stealth packaging And they're so helpful, they'll provide you a tracking number uh, if you provide your information. What goes through your mind when you see something like this? Is this a scam?
5: Yeah, you know, if you're getting that unsolicited, yes, in, in all likelihood, that is a scam. You shouldn't be getting any of that information from anyone other than an official government, state government, federal government website, or from your healthcare professional.
4: So far as you know, there's no way to buy a vaccine online. It has to come from a healthcare provider, correct?
5: That's right. In in this country, that's definitely the case.
4: CNN reached out to the user behind the social media post for comment. We asked them if they were selling legitimate vaccines, and if so, how is it legal? We did not receive a response. One of the things that I know you know this, that, you know, victims often say is, well, I never thought it could happen to me. People listening might be wondering how they can prevent from becoming a victim of the COVID vaccine scam specifically, and not just themselves, maybe their acquaintances. I know that I'm constantly fielding uh, questions from friends and relatives about things that they see online. What is it that the FBI recommends to people in order to prevent them from becoming victim to some of these vaccine scammers?
5: Some of the things that I recommend to my friends and family, don't reply to emails that are unsolicited to you. You know, you can report them to the IC3.gov, the FBI, for instance, or uh, your local police agencies, but don't reply to them. Especially don't reply with your personal identifiable information, such as even your phone number, and also verify the email addresses, the websites, the phone numbers that you may get. Check the email address, make sure it's something that's valid and use another source if you need to contact them for any reason. If they give you an email, just get a phone number. When they give you a website, verify that that website actually exists. So do whatever you can do to vet the information that you're getting out there.
2: You can learn more about COVID-19 fraud schemes on the FBI's website, You can go to fbi.gov or ic3.gov. If you think you've encountered a potential scam, you can also report that to the FBI or your local police department. Ultimately, the point is this. Be careful. Don't give out your personal information unless you are positive about who you're giving it to. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com.